You're listening to the 1208 Podcast from 1208 Greenwood Free Methodist Church in downtown Jackson, Michigan. short passage and we're going to hone in on a part that maybe you're not expecting us to to hone in on so uh, let me read it to you and then we'll go from there and the pharisees and sadducees came and to test him that is jesus they asked him to show them a sign from heaven he answered them when it is evening you say it will be fair weather for the sky is red and in the morning It will be stormy today, for the sky is red and threatening. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. So he left them and departed. Okay, so really briefly, just to hit on what's going on here, Jesus has been doing signs, right? He's like, look, when a storm's coming, you look at the sky, you know when a storm's coming. But you look at what I'm doing, and still, you don't realize, like, the signs right in front of you that I'm doing. You still want more. Hey, do a sign. Pay attention. I'm doing them right now. Uh, And then he goes on to say, the only sign that you're going to get outside of this is going to be the sign of Jonah, which is Jesus saying, Just as Jonah was in the belly of a whale for three days and three nights, so will I, when I'm crucified and killed, I will be in the ground for three days and three nights, and then rise again. That's your cliff notes as to what Jesus is talking about, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. What we're going to talk about today is something very intriguing that I think speaks volumes to us in today's generation, and it's that first verse. Check this out. This is weird. And the Pharisees and Sadducees came to test Jesus. (laughs) Okay, today the world is very, like, double-sided, right? We take up sides, we yell at the other sides, and uh, we've seen that a lot, especially with politics. On one side, you got people who are liberal and if they say one thing that they think about in one area suddenly you think that you know what they think about everything else because you tend to stereotype and lump all liberals in the same box on the other side you have conservatives who if they say one thing that sounds conservative you kind of stereotype and lump them into something conservative and you think that you know everything else that they think as well and unfortunately that stereotype a lot of times is true If you run into a liberal, you think they think all these things. If you run into a conservative, you think they think all these things. And it just might be that that's the case. In Jesus' time, the fight wasn't over politics so much, but rather religion. And there was two big groups, very separated from one another. The Pharisees, who thought one way and taught one way, all on the topic of religion, of God, of scriptures... But they thought very differently. And they trained each other very differently. So if you had met one Sadducee, you would expect that you've met a lot of Sadducees because they train each other in one specific way. On the other side, there's the Pharisees. And the Pharisees think very differently about all kinds of things. And they're training each other as to what you need to think if you're a Pharisee. And they're very different from the Sadducee side. These people 
are not good friends with one another. Okay? This is like, we don't have a lot of denominational battles anymore, at least in my opinion, compared to where it used to be. But these are the two big denominations in Jesus' time. Around the same God, around Yahweh, around the scriptures and what they think of all these things. The two big ways of thought, telling people, you think my way or you think wrong. And they are not big fans of one another. So much so that if you go into Acts, very funny story, I've shared it many times. (laughs) In Acts, Paul knows how to trigger them, right? You remember this story? Paul's taken before Pharisees and Sadducees, and he knows how to trigger them to make them start fighting. So he brings up a doctrine that they disagree with, and he just spills it out there. Hey, uh, you all know about this doctrine, right? Well, I've got proof of this doctrine. Suddenly, the Pharisees, who are in favor of that doctrine, are like, no way, we love that doctrine. We would love to learn more about that. And the Sadducees on the other side are like, no, he's crazy. What are you talking about? That's ridiculous. That's not proof. That's not a real thing. And the Bible says that like Roman guards had to come in and pull Paul out of the room because, to quote the Bible, they were afraid Paul was going to get torn to pieces. And it's always funny to me to imagine your religious leaders, these guys in robes who are trying to be oh so, you know, proper etiquette, suddenly go into a WWE battle and lift up chairs, tossing them across the room at one another, which might be a little extravagant of painting a picture. But these people who are usually um, that angry at one another, so much so that Paul has to be pulled out of the room because he'll be torn to pieces? What does that even mean? (laughs) Like, like in a zombie movie where you suddenly can tear a person to pieces? Like, it's just ridiculous just how intense this has gotten. With Jesus, in today's passage, in Matthew 16, guess what? These two enemies are agreeing on something. They don't like this Jesus guy. They don't like the middle ground. They don't like this new interpretation They see God in flesh, which is who Jesus is. They see God in front of them. And God doesn't fit into the Pharisaical box. God doesn't fit into the the Sadducee box, into the conservative box, to the liberal box. And suddenly, people who have had all these fights with one another and tear people apart over different doctrine, these, these people who will be so enraged by Jesus that they'll kill him, suddenly, they're on the same page. Pharisees and Sadducees, yeah, uh, we hate a lot of things that we think, but we can all agree this Jesus guy, we're not into him, let's get rid of him. And so they group up with one another to do just that. We find Jesus not siding with the Pharisees. He's got a lot of harsh words against them. We find Jesus not uh, partnering with the Sadducees. In fact, he tells them at one point, you don't know the scriptures at all. That's a pretty intense insult. Jesus isn't on either side. Jesus is Jesus. He comes in and says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. If you want to know what way to go, the way is not something being offered to you from any other form of thought or sphere. The way is a person. His name is Jesus. If you want truth, 
about what to think, Pharisees, if you want truth about what to think, Sadducees, the, the truth is a person guiding us, teaching us. And so Jesus walks into a world that's polarized. Jesus walks into a world where the polarization, these people are going to fight with one another, and he begins to show them what God looks like, and they don't recognize it. Uh, Me, Joel, and Casey have the interesting um, experience every week when we go to Planet Fitness to work out, or lack thereof. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When we're there, there's a bunch of TVs in front of us, and we can choose to watch music. There's like too many music shows today, right? We can choose to watch these music shows, which is hilarious because you can't hear them. Um, And then... (laughs) And then, just to insult you while you're working out, we can watch the food cooking shows. Hey, come over here, fat guy, come eat it. <laughs> just leave me alone, I'm trying to lose it. Or, here's the fun experiment, here's the fun experiment. I can watch Fox News next to CNN at the same time. <laughs> same stories on both TVs, completely different subtitles. And it makes for an interesting thought experiment, you know, like as, as though it has to be polarized. It has to be two different sides. Look, I'm not even getting up here to tell you how to vote or anything like that. My point in all of this is that's what Jesus did. He walks into these polarizations. And the one thing that polarized people can agree on when they see it, see Jesus in fullness is that they don't like him. The religious people didn't like him. Revelation shows us that religious people kind of rised up against Jesus' followers, and they got them persecuted. Revelation shows us that politicians didn't like the Christians, and they rised up, and they got them persecuted in horrible, evil ways. Light them on fire. Use them as a torch to light candle parties that they would have. The one thing that these polarized groups could agree on is that Jesus was their enemy. And so here's here's kind of my point. At least this is what I often find. When, When I'm following after Jesus, I find that I can make people on all sides mad. In fact, this Christmas was interesting. I'm just trying to preach through the Bible, right? Christmas, one week I preached on helping refugees because Jesus was a refugee. And I imagine some people are like, Jamin, such a liberal. Then the next week, I preach about stopping abortion because Jesus almost got aborted. Oh, Jamin, what a conservative. (laughs) You know, it's like we tend to stereotype and put people in boxes where if we can just stop doing that and focus on who Jesus is and what he teaches and what he does suddenly we'll get our minds wrapped up in that. We'll find that all sides will be upset because we don't fit into the boxes. We don't fit into the boxes. Um, And so I guess guess what you'll find a lot of times (laughs) is if you make everyone mad around you by what you believe, what you think, how you're trying to follow Jesus... There's probably one of two possibilities. One, you're either a heretic, right? Or two, it's because you're trying to be like Jesus. And that's what happened to him. That's what happened to him. He wasn't a people pleaser. Jesus was very bad at marketing. (laughs) And John, he had like tons of followers, like John 6, I think. 
And then he's just like, hey, everybody, if you want to keep following me, you got to do A, B, C, and D. And then everyone's like, yeah, we're out of here. Like, that's not how church works today. We're like, no, 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 we'll, we'll give up whatever you want. Just come to church, please. <laughs> but Jesus, he wasn't concerned with that. If you don't want to follow me, if you don't like the way that I am, that God is, then I'll let you follow something else. You can go partner with the Pharisees or the Sadducees. But eventually, even some of the Pharisees came around. If you pay attention throughout Acts, well, for one, Paul was a Pharisee. He came around. But other Pharisees throughout Acts are seen as Christians eventually. They come around. And so that's the invitation to us. Not up here today to say, like, this is how you vote, blah, blah, blah. I'm here to say Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And if you're following him, you're bound to make all other systems angry at you. Because Jesus doesn't fit into a system. I'll tell you, I've been to events where Jesus is not the focus. And it's interesting because the event will be focused on something Jesus cares about. I've been to events about justice, okay? Jesus cares about justice. But I'll tell you, that event terrified me. Because it ends up when Jesus isn't in charge of your pursuit of justice, you can actually twist it enough to be following after Satan to pursue something that Jesus cares about. There are so many ways to twist things. Follow Jesus. Choose Jesus. In all ways. If the Pharisees were really following God, they would have recognized him in Jesus. If the Sadducees were really following God, they would have recognized him in Jesus. But instead what they did is they saw Jesus, they didn't like what God looked like, and they killed him. They killed him. And we tend to do the same thing. When things don't fit into our boxes, we'll squish him, we'll kill him. When instead, we just have to say, Jesus, wherever you go, I go. Whatever you say, I say. Holy Spirit, lead the way. Let me be given completely over to you. And when you do that, yes, people won't like you. It won't work. It won't fit into their mindsets. But you will look like Jesus. And even if you die because you look like Jesus, that's a death worth dying. So, as we kind of end on that note, the band can come up. We have communion set today, and part of what communion is, is saying, Jesus, you're king of my life. You're in charge. You're God. I choose you over all the other things that I could choose. I become a citizen of heaven. Part of taking communion is looking at everybody else in this room, whether they might classify themselves as conservative or liberal, whether they might be poor or rich or middle class. What Jesus does is he says, in my body, me as the king, I'm unifying all of you as one person, as one body, as one group of Christians. And despite your differences, all of you have decided to focus on me and follow me and put yourselves on the same level humble yourselves to serve one another and to become more like jesus every day a man nailed on a cross because he'll go that far for love inviting us to do the same so as you come to the table today i invite you not to fit in boxes of how 
you feel you want things to fit. But I invite you to take a part of Jesus' body and think, if I'm going to consume this to be like him, then i got to lay down my pride and just get over the way the world sees me. So that I might be so much like Jesus that if people deny him in me, I might be willing to take that pain on myself. So the table's open when you are ready to partake. Feel free to do that. Um, And we're going to spend some time worshiping. We'll come back up with some announcements in a little bit. And you can take on whatever posture you like as we do this. I just invite you all to start by standing with us. Worship uh, prayer team will be in the back corner if you need prayer for anything. Communion, you can come at your own pace. Take, dip in the juice, and then uh, take it wherever you'd like. Thanks.